Episode 210 of the PJ Archive comprises two interviews I did with the gentlemanly English professional ballroom dancer, dance teacher and dance competition adjudicator, Len Goodman. Len started dancing at 19, won various competitions and retired after winning the British Championships at Blackpool in his late 20s. He went on to run a ballroom dance school in Dartford, Kent. Len became a celebrity on both sides of the Atlantic in later life as the immensely popular head judge on the British TV show Strictly Come Dancing from its start in 2004 until 2016 and on the American version Dancing with the Stars from 2005 until 2022. Sadly, Len died in 2023 at the age of 78. Both my interviews with him took place at charity golf tournaments, this first one at Goodwood in Sussex in 2008. Well, I was invited here by Jackie Alice. She just phoned me up and asked if I'd like to come along. And once I heard the format of the day, that it was all 1920s or before, and we're using the old hickory clubs and everything else, you know, I just got fascinated and decided, yeah, I'd love to come, and I'm so glad I did. Did you get your outfit from the BBC No, most of it is my own. I always wear plus twos or plus fours when I play golf, only because I can't afford to keep having trousers dry cleaned. It's easier to wash a pair of socks. So half of this is my ensemble, and half of it is uh, theirs. And how is your golf? Well, I've been playing very well because I've had three months off. But um, now, Strictly Come Dancing starts. That's the end of my golfing exploit because I fly back to the Falls to LA every week. So that's the end of it now until Christmas. And then I have a couple of weeks and then they do the Strictly Tour for five weeks around Britain. So I don't really play much golf now for about four or five months. Have you been playing most of your life? I've been playing 40 years. Yes, and uh, it was marvellous. When you, once you realise you'll never be any good, then you can really enjoy it. It's when, it's when you're younger and you think you're going to get off scratch and every shot is of, you know, of such such of importance. Now, I don't, I just enjoy it. I enjoy the company and the walk and the little chat. You know, that's what's got over scuba diving. You know, you can't have a nice chat as you, as you do it, you know? So I enjoy the walk and the talk. How has your handicap fluctuated over the years? Oh, my best I've ever been is eight. Okay. When was that? Oh, 15, 20 years ago. Uh, and now I'm off 13, so probably going to go up a bit now. But it's not bad, really, is it, for 64? I usually play around 13 handicap. I'm, I'm hoping to do a lot better today. Seeing as we're using 50-year-old clubs, I'm sure my golf will improve. There's a legend about you in golf and a falcon. Tell us about that. Oh, story. that's true. I was at Prince's, which is down on, on the Kent coast next to Royal St. George's. And uh, we were on the tee, and there was this falcon you know, 150 yards down the fairway, hovering in, over the rough. And, uh, you know, we were all looking at this bird. Anyway, we teed off, and I sliced my shot, which is normal. And I actually killed this falcon, which was... Straight out. Straight out, down. Feathers, dead. Yeah, so you know, I felt, I felt terrible because I'm, I, I don't like. I even think play pigeon shooting is cruel. So to kill, to kill a falcon, went, well, it was just terrible. So anyway, we saw a greenkeeper guy, and I told him what had happened, and uh, we, I couldn't touch it or anything because it's I don't like touching dead things. So anyway, that was that. Yeah, but it's a really a true story.
No, 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 we just left it lying there quietly. Yeah. <laughs> Let it get on there. Has it put you off your goal for a little bit about hitting a hard shot and you also might hit some No, no, I don't worry about that because all my mates started, you know, well you've had a birdie this hole and one you know, all this corny old jokes. But no, it was just a a, a real fluke thing and I'm sorry it happened really. Uh, all the, uh, yes. What year was it? Did it happen? Oh, it must be uh, 20 years ago, maybe 20 more, 20 odd years ago. Yeah. Do you still think about it? Yes, I do. Well, no, I feel sorry for that because I think it might have been a mummy falcon and <laughs> getting stuff through its Yeah. Now, uh, you're playing with some celebrities today. Have you done much celebrity games? Yeah, I've done a little bit. I, I, do, I play sometimes with the Variety Club. And, um, you know, I get invited occasionally to do things with them, which is, you know, which is, is lovely because you're treated... The, the funny thing about getting a bit of celebrity, uh, you, as far as I'm concerned, I haven't changed at all. I'm still who I am. The thing is, everybody else changes, you know? So, um, yeah, it's really nice. And you, you get to meet nice people, as, as, as we have today. It's just lovely. Which celebs have you played with in the past and what are they well, I haven't played with this chap, but I've twice met Tiger Woods uh, over in LA, you know, and uh, I've been very fortunate, because two of my real sporting heroes are Tiger Woods and who was Cassius Clay, Muhammad Ali, and I've met both of those. Yeah, I met Muhammad Ali uh, uh, on the American Dancing with the Stars, his daughter danced in it, Layla Ali, and uh, in the semi-final, Muhammad Ali turned up, and uh, I got a chance just to say hello, so... Yeah. You shook the great man's hand. I shook the great man's hand, that's right. Were you a little bit wobbly, a little bit awkward? Well, of course, because, you know, he's an absolute sporting hero, you know, he goes down as, as, as one of the great boxers, with, along with Joe Louis and Jack Dempsey and so on. Fantastic. Did you get an autograph or a photograph? Well, that was the marvellous thing. Uh, I had a poster, I asked Layla Ali to sign a poster of her dad, just thinking she would do it, to give to my gym. I belong to a really old gym. They still smoke in the, in the gym, you know, it's a real... But they got some great posters up, and I thought, well, I'll get one of Muhammad Ali and get Layla to sign it. And uh, she kept it for a couple of weeks, and then when she gave it back to me, she said, I got my dad to sign it as well. So I didn't give it to the gym. I thought it was too precious a thing. I gave it to the Variety Club because I think they do such good work, you know, with the Sunshine Coaches. They got £6,500 for it. Yeah, so I wrote to uh, Layla Ali and yeah. told her what had happened and she wrote back saying it was such a you know, nice thing to do. So tell us about Tiger Woods, actually. When I was in LA, I got some tickets to go to La Costa to um, the World Match Play, Accenture World Match Play Championship, and I went down and uh, I met the guy who was in charge of, uh, who worked for Accenture, and... Um, his wife was a big fan of the show and he got me to speak to her on the phone and this and that. And he took me into the players' breakfast, well, well, I was looking for the breakfast room and I just asked this American, where's the breakfast room? And he said, you're the dancing guy. And it isn't. Anyway, he took me in and I sat with Tiger Woods having breakfast. So, how weird is that? How yeah, wonderful, eh? Yeah. It's incredible, isn't it? That, you know, what you would consider a fairly sort of modest job would get you such an I've, I've been so lucky, you know. And my book is called Better Late Than Never, and because everything about my life has been better late than ever, you know, I was 60 years old when I first got asked to do Strictly Come Dancing, and so it was four years ago. And, you know, the fantastic things that I've done and the people I've met, it's just been fantastic. Is that jet lag taking its toll, though? Well, it does, it does, because, you know, it's, 
it's ten weeks. In a way, it's less arduous than doing it once because you sort of get get into your own timing. I get it just on Goodman time, and so. You know, I sometimes go to bed at 8 o'clock in the evening and I wake up at 2 and I get up and read a book and then I doze off again at 4. And as long as I'm awake while the show's on, then I just... Do you get effects or decisions? Well, I don't know. I hope not. But who who can tell, you know? I I wasn't going to do it this year, but uh, I got talked into doing it again for flying backwards and forwards. But I I don't think I probably won't do it again. This will probably be the last time of... So then I'll have to make the decision whether to, to, if they ask me, whether to do the British show or the American show. So my heart wants to do the British show, but with the money, yeah, yeah, so my head makes me want to do the American show. So we will see. Which is more arduous, the jet lag or travelling with Bruno all the time? Well, Bruno does get on my wick a bit, you know. He, he's, uh, it's very demanding on the aircraft, asking for. No, he's not. No, we neither of us are. We just, in fact, we're probably the least. Uh, demanding uh, passengers they have because we do it so regularly we just get on board and, and go to bed really basically that's all we do so yeah we're the simple ones I have nothing to eat and just go to sleep what did you make of that naked picture of him with the baby the other day well I didn't see it and I'm very very glad I didn't because I think it must have been a ghastly sight I wouldn't I understand Camilla was had, had a paddle over his special bits and pieces yeah yeah well, they could have used something much smaller, probably a half-eaten sandwich would have done, because I have seen him naked, and, uh, you know, he's not a no, typical Italian, you know, all mouth and no... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, we know who's in the British series of Strictly yeah. this time. Who's in the American one? Well, no one really that I know. The only one I really know is a famous 100-metre guy called Morris Green. He was world champion about five or six years ago. Morris Green is in it, and... Um, there's a 300-pound American footballer who I've never heard of, a huge... Not ever, the no, it's not the refrigerator, but it's a, a, I guess it'd be somebody of a similar stature. And they've got an 82-year-old woman on board as well, dancing. So, But I don't actually know any of them. So uh, it's not uncommon. I, I don't usually know most of the English ones because I don't watch soap, so I never know people from East Enders or Holby City and things. I'm quite good on the sporty guys. But everyone else, um, no, no, I'm not very good on. So which ones of the British Oh, there's two, one more. There's a girl uh, uh, who's, who won uh, this year a uh, gold medal in the Olympics in, uh, uh, it's a silly game, Beach. Beach Volleyball. Misty, someone, her name is. Is she the one that George Bush patted her bottom? Oh, uh, might be, I don't know, possibly. Her name's Misty something, but I've always thought it was a daft sport. Uh, you know, they'll have the frisbee in next, you know, anything you do on the beach, they suddenly... And you're playing the frisbee, yeah. <laughs> you know, beach volleyball is a bit daft, isn't it? And when I heard they were going to do it on Horse Guards Parade in the 2012 Olympics, I thought, well, this is, this is daft. Yeah. Um, so who of the British lineup have you heard of this time? I'd heard of the, all the sporting guys, Austin Healy, Mark Foster, I can't think of them. Yeah, there's a lot of models and pop stars. There's a lot of models who, who have, I'd sort of heard of Jodie Kidd, mm. sort of. I'd heard of her. Oh, lovely John Sargent. Oh, yes, he's great. He's great, yeah. isn't he? He's yeah. the same age as me, 80, uh, six, not 84, <laughs> 64. Uh, so I'm hoping he'll do well, but I, yeah. you know, I'm not holding my breath regarding that. But um, I think they've got a really good lineup because yeah. they've got the more people again this time. They've got 16, so amongst the 16, you must have somebody that, that you've heard of or you, you, you like the look of. Uh, do you get quite excited when a new series is started? Yes, I do. It's, you do get excited, a bit like bungee jumping, you know? 
you, 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 when, once, once you hear that music kick off, you think, what am I doing up here doing this, you know? So, uh, yeah, you get a little bit, I don't get sort of over-nervous, because I can only be myself, and I try just to just to be myself, so, you know, if I say that what's not quite right, I, that's what I say, so I just have a chat with Bruce Forsyth, and I don't have a feeling of millions of people watching. Well, what about Bruce? The nation seems divided as to whether he should just chuck it all in or carry on. Well, I know, and uh, my answer to that is, uh, firstly, who would you get to take his place? That's the first thing. And I tell you what, you are hard stuck to think of someone. And, you know, it's a live show, and as, as he said to me before, it is such a hard job because you've got to try and entertain six-year-olds and 86-year-olds. You know, it's such a diverse audience that you've got there and to appeal to them all is impossible so you know but he does his best and i think he does a really good job are you one of these people clamoring for his knighthood i think he should be knighted when i look at some other people that have been knighted i think well you know bruce Wars has been in show business for 60 or 70 years you know he is, I, I don't understand why he hasn't got a knighthood perhaps in his deep and distant past he upset someone i don't know i don't know but why wouldn't you? Why, why not? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, who do you think would be the favourites to win this series of trips? Mark Foster, the swimmer, looks good. He's a hunky-looking guy. He's got a fantastic body. You know, he's got all those pecs hanging out and everything else. So I think he's got. A, he must have a good chance, I would imagine. Uh, I've heard Jody, Jody Kidd is very good. I've heard. Very tall. Very know. tall and gangly. So yeah. normally gangly's don't do very well. Foster's very tall too. And yeah. I think being a tall person is difficult well, to Maybe Rachel Stevens from West Club 7. She's a sort of a young Dolly Bird kind of thing. But, you know, you can never tell. You know, if somebody had told me a couple of seasons ago that Darren Goff was going to win, especially after week yeah. one, I'd have said, you're balmy, he's got no chance. You know, so it's how people develop, how the viewers take to people. I think partly why Gabby Logan... Uh, was voted off so early was that for some reason the viewers didn't warm to her for whatever reason I don't know but that really upset you last year it right? did indeed it did do you think there should be more control the judges well, that, more control well that's what they tried to do this last year you see what happened the year before a couple of people that didn't deserve to go like uh, uh, DJ Spoonie yeah, he, he went really yeah. early and, and they said well look this is daft so what we do we'll, we, when we get to the bottom two we'll let the judges pick in the hope that it would be a scenario where you've got a very good one and a very bad one and, 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 and that's then what... Then you had Penny and Gabby. Then you had Penny and Gabby. So, you know, I think that the, the, the idea is really good. It just, uh, last year didn't work. I don't know whether they're going to do it again this year. I don't know. Do you get genuinely upset, or is it just so... Well, I, no, I do get... Uh, listen, I'm not, like, upset, upset, upset. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't died or when I hit the Falcon. But... As far as I'm concerned, us four judges are there to judge the dancing, you know, and I understand the viewers, you know, you pick your favourites and everything, but our hope is that the best dancers win, which normally happens, you get all funny scenarios, but in the end, Alicia Dixon won, who I felt was the best one and deserved to win, so, but of course I don't like it, but I'm not upset beyond, you know. We do have serious disagreements, and and it is serious, you know. Tell each other late at night. Well, no, 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 no. Once, once we walk off that set, that's the end of it. It's no, it's never, it's never been mentioned. But they do get on my nerves. One quite rightly so, and and I get on their nerves. You see, we're all from a dance background, but slightly different. Yeah. Bruno's always looking at the passion, 
passion and drama and the and the buttocks, yeah. And, and Craig always talks about the story and this that. And Arlene is looking at the musicality and the arms and the extension and so. And I'm the old fuddy daddy looking at the footwork. So who now would say that was fantastic because it had a lot of drama in it? And I'll say, hold on, it was dreadful footwork and everything. So. Of course we have different sort of opinions. Would you socialise with them? Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like to go out with them a lot. You know, they wouldn't be my best mates. But we always go out and have dinner. Mm. Craig, three weeks ago, invited me round to his house for dinner. So we get, you know, we get on. But, you know, we're not in each other's pockets. Mm. Now, some people say it's unfair you have pop stars like S Club 7 and, and uh, Alicia from Mystique uh, dancing because they've already had lots of training. Well, yeah, listen, you could make a case. It's like everything. You can make a case for everyone. Uh, you could also make a case... That all these sports guys are, are, are used to being coached. They, you know, they've got that will to win. They've got the determination. They've got the stamina to go through 10 or 12 or 14 grueling weeks of competition. You know, so you could say, well, they've got a bit of an advantage, you know. Or you could say an actor. Part of dancing is how you perform, how you portray each dance. So you could say, well, the actors have got an advantage. So you can make a case out for everyone. Yeah, because today's Daily Mirror, they're saying that Cherie Lungi, they discovered, had proper dance training when she was younger, and that that's unfair. Well, I don't know her, never heard of her. I didn't even know she was on it. Yeah, Cherie Lungi. Yeah, she's in the copy adverts. Oh, I know the woman you mean, yeah. She won't win. She won't? No, too old. It's always somebody in their sort of 25 to 35s that normally win, got plenty of stamina, can last last the distance. You know, but I think therefore there should be two competitions, one for the no, youngies and one for the oldies. No, right. no, I think it's good. I like it as it is, really. I just hope John Sargent wins, but I know he won't. No, uh, you get on well with him. No, I've never met him, but I like him. He's the same age as me, and I think good luck to you having a go at it. And I always thought something when he got pushed down the stairs by uh, Margaret Thatcher's whatever it is, I forget the guy's name now. Yeah, you know, get out of it. No, no, but that's the difference, you see. If he deserves a four, that's what he'll get from me. Because you can't let your heart rule your head. The viewers can let their hearts rule their head, but we can't. Now, if you were to step down from one, either of the American series or the British series, who would you like to take your place? Ah, that I don't mind. Do you think that you're irreplaceable? Should be an no, 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 no. I'm not irreplaceable at all. They, I, I'm sure. Uh, what I would like, if I was to step down, that they got somebody from my world, the ballroom and Latin American field, and not a, a choreographer from the stage world, because I think it is important that there's somebody there that, that talks about the technique and, and, and that side of, of the dance performance. No, we're not allowed to. We're not allowed to. But I did know somebody who put 200 quid on Goffey to win. Uh, and I didn't tell him because I thought Goffey wouldn't put, had no chance of winning. But they put 200 quid on him and he did win. Yeah, yeah, it was good news, wasn't it? Well, I can only tell you what I've heard, and what I've heard is Jodie Kidd. Oh, really? That's what I've heard. But I've never, I've not seen any of them. And I, you know, I've got my feeling she won't do very good because she's too long and gangly. But somebody told me she's sort of got a naturalness about her. Is there any celebrity you'd love to have on the programme? Oh, there's a few. Jonathan Ross, Stephen Fry. I'd love to have Simon Cowell. In fact, I'd love to have all the judges from X Factor on dancing and us judges on singing. As a child, you know, for children in need, I think it'd be brilliant. Yeah. This is Peter Jonathan Robertson. 
with the second of my interviews with Len Goodman, the original head judge on Strictly Come Dancing and Dancing with the Stars. This one took place in Peterborough, Northamptonshire, when he was one of the celebrities taking part in the annual Tony Hadley Charity Golf Tournament in 2019, shortly after he'd famously danced with the then Duchess of Cornwall. I sat next to her when she arrived, and of course, I went to school in Bethnal Green, so you were never really taught what to say to, you know, a duchess or anything, so I said, what should I ask somebody else? Somebody else came up, one of her, uh, like, uh, PA or whatever, and I said, well, how shall I address her? And ma'am, not ma'am, ma'am, like jam. So that's, that's why I said, hello ma'am, it's lovely to meet you. Oh, she said, Len, she said, I was so disappointed when left Strictly, she said. Um, I, so I said, yes, but I, I think Shirley, who's taken over, is, you know, stepped in very nicely and she agreed. But it was nice of her to say that. She said, yeah, she said, uh, yeah, we've got to have, a, it's nice to have an old person <laughs> on the panel. Shirley was like that. Well, no, she was talking about me. <laughs> Shirley. Shirley's only a whippersnapper. Uh, I taught Shirley for a little while. Yes. Yeah, a little bit. Um, so she was so pleasant and yeah. so nice. And then the um, PA, I'm saying PA. Lady in waiting. Probably. Well, whatever. Yeah. Said, would you ask Camilla to dance? Mm. So I said, well, I don't want to, you know, her to think what liberty, yeah. you know, go ruin. <laughs> Come on, girl, let's. Uh. But she said, no, I'm sure if there's, you know, if, if the moment's right. And uh, so I said, well, I'm not going to ask her if there's a jive on. Or <laughs> but there was a nice sort of smoochy moochy, a bit of music going on. And I was standing and uh, where she'd been talking to some others and then she turned I said, would you like to have a... So we did. You a good mover? Lovely. Yeah, lovely, dancing around we were. So it was very nice and I was flattered that she said yeah. yes. Because even when I was a kid, yeah. you know, and I used to go dancing, it's always nasty if you get a knockback. Yeah. You know, over you go, you want to dance. And look at now. <laughs> yeah, so it was lovely. And it was a lovely experience. Yeah. A lot of people were surprised that you left Strictly but carried on doing Dancing with the well, Stars. a hell of a lot more involved. You got a lot of trouble well, in America. The biggest involvement is the fact that you have to go to America. But when you're not doing Strictly, it's okay because you just stay in America for okay. 10 weeks. Mm. And they look after me. They give me a nice apartment mm. and a car. And my wife comes out for a month. Oh, no. Yeah. So she comes out. Last year, my son came out for a couple of weeks with my grandchildren. So, in that respect, it's lovely. Plus, with the BBC, your contract is annual. Yeah. So, around March time, they'll say, would you like to do Strictly uh, next year? Uh, whereas in America, you do it in, like, trenches of four. Okay. So I've signed up for four. How many more have you got to go? Yeah, this is my last one. Oh, is it going to be your last one? Probably, yeah. Wow. My wife, so my, my, because my wife's been coming out for some time, I'm blaming my wife, which... <laughs> Good idea. Yeah, my wife, we stay in the same apartment block and she goes down around the pool. Hmm. I go off and have a game of golf now and again. And uh, she's met some nice people that have been... So she likes to go out and she meets these people and has a chat and this hmm. and that. So, um, who's no. going to replace you in, on the American? Ah, show? that I have no clue. Do you think Shirley might go over there and do it, or Craig Itching to do it? Do you think? 
I, don't, I, I think Craig's a bit too harsh for them. I think. Is he? Interesting. Well, I don't know. Yeah, no, how do you know? Perhaps OT's sister might prove a success. And uh, yeah, who knows? She might yeah. be brilliant. Yeah. Who, who knows? Hmm. Will uh, you miss it though? Because that'll be the end of your judging all Well, time. probably, uh, yeah. Because I, I missed it. I didn't exactly miss it when when I packed it up doing Strictly. But um, it's a bit like if you split up with a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. then you see her yeah. with somebody else. It's, uh, that's the, that's how it is. That's the sort of mm. feeling of it. But this time of the year, do you still get that? Well, I'll be watching it on Saturday. Oh, you will be watching it, okay. Well, if I'm not, my wife will, mm. and uh, she she records it always, uh, so in case she's not in. Tells you what happened. And when I'm in America, she uh, phones me mm. and says, so-and-so got kicked out and, mm. and this and that. And also, after this Saturday, I'll know more or less who's who's in it. I'm not very, okay. I'm not very uh, au fait. Nobody has never heard of them, mostly. Well, you yeah, never, yeah. But you know, my my Nambler's a heart before she died. I used to say, "Have you heard of any of them, Nan?" No, she said. But it don't matter. Yeah. I'll get to know them all yeah, during the. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've never heard of Stacey Dooley. Mm, true. You know, but you got to know her really well. Time the series was up. I love listening to you on Radio 2 when you take over from Paul O'Grady. Ah, uh, yeah, I haven't really done that sure. for a while. I don't know if I've upset them, I don't know. Oh, no. Have you got any TV or radio coming up? Uh, Apart from Dancing with the Stars, obviously. Uh, no, not sort of nice things, you know, nice... Mm. I do lots of... Like, this Monday I'm going on... Uh, not Good Morning Britain. The this Morning with Philip and Holly. Exactly. Yeah, I'm yeah. doing a little thing about... Um, the new strictly series. Oh, well, they always ask about yeah. it, but I'm actually going on about a charity. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, giving giving money, uh, leaving money in in your will okay. to charities. What happened to Partners in Rhyme? Well, it didn't. I don't think it. I enjoyed doing it. Yes. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. But. I don't think it was sort of, that, I don't know that it was aimed at anyone. Some people said it was too childish and I don't know. It's like a lot of these things, you know, they come and they don't work. There's no one, they seem like a good idea. We've all done that in, in, in our times, you know, so that's going to be a good idea. And it doesn't quite work out. And that's what happened with that. You know, it's a funny thing. But Twitter, I'm not on Twitter. But Twitter... They're not, there's a lot of nasty people on yeah, Twitter, yeah. and they got a lot of negative comments on Twitter, and I think that influences people, you know, that yeah. we follow it and read it, yeah, but anyway, I enjoyed doing it, I was sorry that it didn't sort of yeah. become another chase or yeah. Yeah. whatever, but uh, anyway, it didn't work, I liked doing it, and uh, Mm. There you go. Wherever you go, are you plagued by people shouting seven? Seven is the man? yeah, yeah. I just had one up there. But yeah. Does it drive you said, a bit People always no. they're the first to say it, don't they? Well, yeah. You know, they've got. They, you know, it doesn't. Nothing like that annoys me. Mm. People coming up. Can I have a selfie? Mm. Will you sign this? My mum loves you, mm. and all that stuff what's it matter it's of no consequence takes yeah. 10 seconds people shout you know people shout out seven i always go shout it back you know yeah so there's a bloke i've just seen as one of the sponsors evidently kia 
Motors are one of the okay. sponsors, and uh, you get a seven-year warranty uh, with them. He said, I'd love you to do seven. It's a seven-year warranty. The latest news is strictly is that from next series, they're going to do same-sex couples. Yeah. A 75-year-old man with a lot of tradition in your life. How do you well, tell the, look, the, the thing is, it's, it's so difficult to please everyone to a to please everyone and b the, the trouble is what i'm used to is traditional ballroom yeah. and latin dancing now i have judged they call, they used to call them pink competitions and it'd be two ladies or a load of ladies dancing together a load of guys and i and they were of a very high standard and and terrific actually terrific dancing you got and somehow, whilst you were judging it, you didn't even notice. Mm. It wasn't that the, one of the men was dressed up in a frock or anything. They were just, it was done in a very tasteful way. So if it is done in that, in that way, I think it would be okay. Mm. But that doesn't, that doesn't change the fact that I am an old traditionalist. You know, when I was judging on Strictly, if somebody did some outlandish movement, mm. I didn't like it. Yeah, me too. You know, I like it as it was. Mm. But, but everything moves on, and, and you know, I, the trouble for the dear old Beeb is if they do it, there'll be a lot of people saying, oh, I'm not going to watch it anymore now, it's awful. You know, so and if they don't do it, there'll be people saying, well, you're homophobic or whatever, and fencing, can't win. Yeah, they can't win whatever they do. Do you have a lot of sympathy for, for the oldest section of the viewing? public who, who are reluctant to watch that. Well, yes, I have, you know, because I'm one of those older people yeah. myself, and, yeah. you know, we, we were, we, you know, obviously I was brought up when homosexuality was against the law. Yeah. You know, so a huge amount has happened, and I think as much as that was terrible, yeah. you know, and it was ridiculous, yeah. and uh, so I'm, in a lot of ways I think we've, we've moved on mm. very well, but, look, it's a bit like Partners in Rhyme. They will try it, give it a go, give it a go and if, if it goes down beautifully, mm. uh, uh, good luck to them, and if, if not, they can decide not to do it. Mm. Yeah. My girlfriend who's here today, she's a very good dancer, but she said uh, if she had to dance with another woman, they have a reasonable bust between them. Yeah, of course. How, how do they get so it's all, it's all very well for uh, same-sex men couples, but for female couples, especially if they're well endowed. Well, you, um, there's, a, there's, there's a song by uh, Joyce Grenfell. Have you heard that? It is about bosom to bosom. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it is literally a, a, a physical problem, though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. They've got to get close, really, haven't they? Yeah. They can't. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway. Anton Dubeck is by far the oldest of the Strictly pros now. How much longer do you think it should be allowed to continue? Well, I think he's a wonderful value. Yes. He's a wonderful value. He is. And whenever he comes out, when when I was judging and uh, when I've watched it as a viewer, there's always an air of anticipation when Anton's coming out with whoever, you know. And I think that's wonderful. Uh, he's got a wonderful personality, and I think as long as he's sound of wind and limb, and he wants to continue doing it, then he should. And once it comes to a point where he, you know, for whatever reason, can't do it. I think he's been a marvellous, loyal part of yeah. Strictly Come Dancing from the very beginning. And I think loyalty deserves reward, and I would hope that the BBC would find some slot for him 
to continue after he's finished dancing. So on Strictly, like co-presenting? Uh, well, it, or no, no, that's the trouble. There's only three jobs, isn't there? You're either a pro dancer, you're either one of the Tess and Claudia people, or you're a judge, you know. So I don't know what else, unless they could find some other slot for as an advisor, or, you know. I don't know, but I would like it if they could do something like that, or maybe co-host, it takes two, something, I would like it if they could, but hopefully, you know, he's still, I I see him quite often because we play golf together, he's still very fit and, uh, you know, keeps himself mobile, Mm. he's a wonderful, wonderful dancer, you know, why shouldn't he carry on? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I carried on doing Strictly till I was 73, so he can still dance till he's 55 or something, can't he? Have you read his novels? I have. Have you? Yeah. Uh, well, I only read half of it, then my wife read it, but my wife read it. But they're cure for insomnia. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, some people feel that the judges on shows like Strictly are getting too much attention now and too much fuss about Well, they What's never... your opinion on that? Well, the thing is this, with the, with the singing shows, you've only got the judges that anyone's ever heard of, because yeah, because they're just, the, the singers are just amateurs and they're... You know, what, what, what can you say? He works in a factory and he, he was, a, you know, fitter and turner and that. So you have to sort of go a bit and make a bit of a big deal of the judges. Yeah, but uh, on Strictly, I, I don't like it. If, if, if it, I was against, we used to have to, I don't know if it was on the main show or on the results, so we used to have to sort of dance on a bit. And I did never like that. I was anti that. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's, I'm there as a judge. I'm not yeah, there yeah. as anything else. I'm not any anything. Did you that sway you? Was that, was that one of the reasons? You well, no. Uh, it always strikes me a bit awkward. I have to say, even yeah. Tossie never looked happy doing no. that. No, and we never had a chance to rehearse. Mm. Or, and then I used to have to come out with Bruno. Yeah. You know, prancing out, <laughs> and he hated it. So I don't know. I think. Well, I don't know. Maybe Craig. Craig, Craig, Craig likes a bit of. Uh, you know, doing a few spins, but um, yeah, I used to say, why are we doing this? Yeah. You know, it, 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 I don't like it. Mm. And anyway, you have to do basically what the producers tell you, and yeah. uh, that was one of the things you had to do. But we kept it to a minimum, Bruno and I, just yeah. basically walked out more yeah. or less. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shirley seems to enjoy it. Um, it was rumoured that Darcy quit Strictly because she was appalled by the various scandals and things, including Catcher and Sean last series. How can the Strictly curse be avoided? Well, I don't, it, it, it's unavoidable, really. Mm. You know, I, I ended up marrying my, my dance partner. Mm. You know? That helps. Yeah, but uh, once we finished dancing, we realised that I looked across at her and she looked at me, and we had the only common link was dancing and once we'd stopped that we couldn't understand why we were together so it was all it all and you know it was all lovely and not yeah but um i don't mind it if sometimes it's lovely for instance jimmy mystery and flavia you know they they met through the dancing and they ended up getting married and and then that's lovely you know i don't like it if, if someone 
part of the partnership is married or in a long-term relationship. But, you know, when you're dancing together for six or seven hours a day, and it's quite a sort of an intimate thing, you know, you can understand how it can happen. But is it not the responsibility of the professional dancer to, to draw the Well, line? yeah, it is really. I that, yeah. Should have, so I know like, this is going a bit... Yeah, we're getting, it, yeah but they seem to flaunt it a bit, you know, because they know that there's people with cameras everywhere. It's yes. not like it was for 40, 20 years ago. No, no, you had to get your old box brownie out. Mm. Now, you know, there's people everywhere and they're looking. They're looking for anything, you know? But you, it got, I think it gets to the point, but if you dance, say you practice for two or three hours, and you say, well, let's, uh, let's have a break, we're going to have a coffee down to Starbucks or something. And you're chatting like we're chatting, and suddenly somebody takes a photo and they yeah. like, make something out of it, you know? Perhaps they need bromide in their tea. Like yeah, that's water. Yeah. <laughs> but last week, Craig got into trouble for saying if you sleep with your dance partner, that helps. Did you read that? Oh, that's um, nonsense. Yeah. That's nonsense. That's what he said, anyway. Uh, how does it help? Yeah. Well, I suppose it helped getting publicity and stuff like that. And yeah, but I, not if it's sort of negative publicity. Mm. Oh, that doesn't help. Mm. Doesn't help at all. Yeah. Well, I think that's just Craig saying something. Yes. Maybe he didn't. Sometimes, you know, you journalists are crafty little buggers, and you say something, and then it gets twisted around, and it becomes something that it's not. Well, that was at a strictly press launch, wasn't it? So, uh, you know. Why would he say that? Yeah, apparently he was. Yeah, he, I got, wasn't there, he puts his foot in it sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But um, some ballroom and Latin dancing can be very sexy, particularly yeah. to the celebs experiencing it for the first time, can't, can't yeah. it really? I mean, it's yeah. Well, it, you know, you take the tango and the room, they're yeah. quite passionate yeah, yeah, sort yeah, of dances, yeah. aren't they, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and ballroom, you're, you're very close contact, you've got to have body contact yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, they're, they're quite passionate dances. But you've got to treat it. Once my wife and I had decided to split up, we were still dancing. Yeah. And we'd do a rumba, we'd demonstrate a rumba, and we would still look as though we were a, a budding young romance involved. Even, but there, was, yeah, there wasn't. But yeah, like Kevin and Karen Clifton, they still dance together. Yeah, that's right. It, you've got to act yeah. the part and act yeah. the dance. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that, that's, that's, and especially some of these celebrities who are actresses or actors or whatever you call them now, you know, they've got to act. If you see them in a play or in a, in, on EastEnders kissing someone, don't mean to say they're having a fling or anything, it's just a bit of acting. And that's what it's got to be. But Strictly has sexed up its act a bit in the last, you know, five, yeah. ten years. They're doing much more raunchy routines with the professionals. They're wearing much more raunchy outfits, less clothing yeah. and all that. How yeah. do you feel about that? I like Strictly as it... Uh, look, everything, everything has to develop. Yeah. Uh, it's like a plant. A plant, if you want it to thrive, you have to prune it a little bit and change it slightly to let it let it thrive. Mm. But you don't pull a plant up and chop off the roots. You just tweak it slightly. And it, a little tweaking, I don't mind. But I liked Strictly as it was going, you know, going back to its roots. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't like it if uh, if it goes. Because it's like you can't help it. If, if you go to here, the next year you've got to go to there, and you've got to go to there and there. 
and, and God knows where you'd end up. So Too much razzmatazz then, is that what you're Oh, saying? I've always said that. Too much sex, is it? Well, not only sex, but you know, I was I can't act I I got beaten down in the end, but I used to hate it if even if a swing was involved and they're sitting yeah, on yeah, a swing yeah. and props and yeah, they go yeah. down on yeah. one knee and give them a rose and yeah. uh, just then get on with it, don't you? Get on with it. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing uh, somebody I forget who it was, they started up on the top thing. They took half the thing to get down the stairs. You know, coming down. Mm. I remember it was when Craig had a bad if, and I yeah. said, Craig would have got down quicker than you. <laughs> um, yeah. To find the title Strictly Come Dancing, it's not strictly about dancing anymore. It's more about the razzmatazz and the sex yeah. and the judges and everything else. So like, just get on with the party dance. That's it. Well, that is what I would like yeah. to be. Yeah. Uh, it used, that part of it used to get on my nerves in the end because it got further and further away. See, it's all right for Bruno and, and uh, Craig and that who are from the world of theatre, you know, or videos and whatever. I'm not from that world, I'm from the ballroom world. So we all judge with the eyes of our experiences and it all got farther and farther away from what I knew anything about. I can't, I don't want to judge stage dancing, you know, I don't, you know, I can give a comment about that, but you ended up, it was all performance driven, it wasn't anything about technique or anything, it was all about the performance, and uh, I didn't like, I didn't want to judge just on performance. There's one other thing we loved about the old days is that the they were genuinely uh, untrained dancers and they were going on a proper journey, like Darren Goff was about the last one, and then they started introducing well-trained dancers already, yeah. and there's no, what's the yeah. point, the show's not the same anymore. Well, the trouble is, one of the troubles anyway, is that the poor old BBC don't get a chance to audition yeah. the, the, the celebrities to see if they can dance or not, you know, so you don't quite know what you're getting, and ones you think might be good or not, and so on. But I, I always think, if, for me, if you'd gone to stage school and you ended up in a group, pop group, okay, you've never done the waltz or the pop pop, but you know about rhythm, you know about movement, you know about timing, you know about about musical interpretation. Poor old Davin Goff and his mates, you know, or, or Ramp for Cash, or, or these folks. He was, he was a genuine natural talent. He it? was a natural talent. One of, the, one of the standout dancers of all time was his Argentine tango, yeah, yeah. Kevin Hardy. Yeah, he, he was a real, you know. And so you get some of the sports guys who are, have never danced before, and, and, and they progress quite quite magnificently, really. Do you think they should stop trained dancers going on? Well, how do you know? Well, they've been to stage school. They're going to learn dancing. There, aren't they, to yeah, well, no, I think you've got to have a mix of it, I don't think it would work if, if, if you had 10 and Whittacombs show up. Yeah, that's true. You know? Not always or, as bad as her, though. There are no, some. well, I'm saying her yeah, as yeah. a sort of a yeah. last extreme. Result, a, extreme. Yeah. You know, I think you do need a bit of a... But, you see, the viewers come to the rescue of... of uh, and the viewers become really accomplished judges in a yeah, way, yeah. and they know if somebody's danced before. There was an American girl, I forget her name, on last year or the year before, who, who didn't get through. Who was probably the best. She was probably the best dancer. But uh, was, did she make the final? I think she might have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but she didn't win it. Actually, Faye and Stacey, I think, were in the final. And yeah. Stacey won it because they liked Stacey's journey. Yes. Because she was less of a. Less of it, and I think that's great. And 
So I like the balance of the show. Yes, we do. We, we give our opinion. And I know, I remember that in the final, Stacey, there was three couples and uh, Stacey got, was third by the judges. Yeah, that's right. And yet she won it. Yeah. So, uh, I think the BBC wanted her to win. It was helpful for them because she had other programmes to Yeah, play. well, yeah, I don't know what goes She's on. She's a pretty girl. Yeah. Right? yeah. She, 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 you know, I, and I think she deserved to win, yeah. really. Yeah. Had less sort of, yeah. yeah, less formal training and everything else. And Yeah. Who would be your dream celebrity contestant on Strictly or Dancing with the Stars? Well, I, I, you see, the, the other strange thing is you always remember... I couldn't tell you who won it that year. Right, I remember... George Sargent. George who won it? No one knows. You know? Russell Grant firing out of a cannon. Who won that year? You know, you don't know, you can't remember. But you remember... You remember... Jeremy Vine on his horse. Fabulous. What about the other beauty here? Ball. Ed Balls. Brilliant. Brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah. So you've got to have those people on because we like them and we want to watch them. But if you had a low, you know, if you got, you said we're going to have a competition where we find out who the worst ever is, and you had all of them couples in them, it wouldn't work. But you've got to have ones that come out of the pack that you didn't expect. There's always some that are just good. Um, but you see, I used to be able to judge on the technique, and even if they were uh, naturally good as far as their performance was concerned. Usually there was something wrong with their technique or something was wrong that you could say, no, that's, uh, that don't work. Do you think Camilla should go on the show or Kate and Megan or something like that? Something I like don't. That? Well, they've got some royally person on, haven't they? Oh, this year. Yeah. Yeah, the lo long lead lady. Yes. Yeah. 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 So they're, they're sort of getting, getting there. Yeah. And how much do you still dance? <laughs> no, virtually never. I don't. I don't dance. It's a nightmare if I dance. If, if my wife was here and there was a dinner and a dance afterwards, and I got up and danced with my wife, and I, my favourite sort of dancing is just shuffling about like that, right? I like doing a bit of that. What I did with Camilla, little shuffle. I can manage that nicely. I know people saying, "Cool, look at him. He can't dance much." Now, if I went like that and started doing, oh, look at him showing off. Yeah, yeah, can't win. So you can't win in that respect. If I do go and dance, I've had men come up to me and say, would you dance with my wife? She would love it, which is nice. But if I dance with one wife, that opens the floodgates in. I'm never sitting with my wife. I'm just sitting, sitting, uh, uh, dancing with a load of strange ladies. So best not to. Yes, yes, quite so. Yeah. How do you keep so fit and active? Well, I go to the gym. Reluctantly, I go to the gym. I'm not. I go to the gym with my wife. She went and she found out that it was the same price for two as one. So she said, "Why don't you come?" So I went. And if it wasn't for the fact we have a trainer man, I wouldn't go. But I go because I know the trainer man's waiting for me. I find it so blooming boring. You know, you run nowhere, you row nowhere, don't you? You know, you bit of this stuff. But I go and I go twice a week, and that's nice. I play golf. At hopefully once a week at least and walk so it's six miles well walk yeah. you know yeah. try not to you know I'm at the I'm at the mercy of my wife as far as eating is concerned and she's on a diet always right. so you know I'd open the cupboard yeah. open the cupboard open to see a couple of uh, hot cross buns and of course there's a wafer biscuit so uh, yeah she keeps me healthy fish and, fish and chicken what do you have to do on retiring well I don't want to retire 
See, once you retire, you never get a day off. Hmm. And the joy of doing a bit of work is you can do a couple, like I did a little job yesterday. I, I can't call this morning a job, but... And then I've got a bit of time off, hmm. you know, and a lovely bit of time off. And then do a bit more. So I don't want to retire. I like doing things for charity. That's what I like the most. Because I'm not really a celebrity. I don't feel like a celebrity anyway. But whatever little bit of celebrity I've got, if I can help a charity, you know, which I try and do, I, I do a bit for Age UK, and I do a bit for Demelza Howe, which is a children's charity and so on. I like that. That's what I like doing. It's a pleasure to do it, and I like it. And the final question, how would you like to be remembered after you leave this planet? Ah, yeah. Uh, I probably... Uh, I'd like, I'd like people to say, he weren't bad, he weren't a bad old stick, <laughs> you know, yeah. Oh. My favourite, my favourite uh, is John Le Mesurey, conked out, missing me mates, Brilliant. and that sort of the thing I like, conked out, missing me mates. Thank you so much. No, it's a pleasure.